Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Welcome back. Boom. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Aisha Shelton to the rescue. She remembered. Look at you. Uh, okay, guys, but welcome back. Um, we are here with another episode. Um, next week, we're going to have a guest for real. I think I get more rogue week for week. What What are you rogue about this week? I don't know. Like The more weeks we don't have guests, it like, loses its form. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna work on that. So we do have a guest next week. Oh, okay. If they Exciting. say yes, if they say if they do say yes, I do have some people in the pipeline. Exciting. If you would like to be the guest, please send us a DM on at Marriage and Real Estate on Instagram. Is it is it linked to anything on your phone? Because it's what do you mean? like yeah it comes okay, up cool. on my phone. So Let's DM us DM us <laughs> at, at Marriage or Facebook, State. whatever. YouTube um, comment some email I don't know um reach out we'd love <laughs> to have you. mail send us a postcard no but again I just really like to hear how other people's other couples journeys are in real estate where they are where they started uh in hopes that it resonates with some of you as well no I agree I agree so today we would like to talk about as we grow um in our business and as our trajectory in life increases Another best way to say it. <laughs> well, no. So tell the backstory. So we went to an amazing event uh, hosted by one of our good friends, Robert Kennan, who we need to have on the podcast. Um, and one of the speakers at the event is a well-known entrepreneur in the city, mm-hmm. um, longtime entrepreneur in the city, and he has eight children. So the question to the room was a question from the room to him was, how do you breed these, you know, well-to-do children? Because one of his children was a speaker on the panel alongside of him. And then another was the host. And then of eight children, everybody does a little bit of something. So he actually is a, a McDonald's franchisee owner uh, and has been for several years, as well as doing real estate and other things. So his children have naturally gotten into McDonald's franchise ownership, as well as real estate. So seeing his strategy on raising his children to be ultimately entrepreneurs or whatever um, was why they asked the question. Yeah. Right. Excuse me. You laugh. <laughs> you can laugh. No, it's a podcast. Laugh about what? Oh, because I burped in my mouth. Oh, that's not funny. No, it wasn't. That's why I wondered why you laughed. Okay. So, because uh, you were just looking at me and not saying anything. Oh, because so I was, was waiting on you to jump in, but you don't have to. Oh, I, I was okay. gonna. I just didn't want to hog up all the time. All good. Okay, thanks. So anyway, um, they so he has successful children. Now we have only had the pleasure of meeting two of the eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what everybody else does, but I imagine that they do. Well, I've heard stories. Okay, so so then they do pretty well for themselves. And when you, I think one of the challenges in specifically the African American community, and this may be like everybody, I don't know, I can only speak for myself and the community that I'm a part of, but when we earn more, we give our children more. We do. What we do is we take the struggle away from our children. And even not even to glorify struggle, because let's be clear, struggle is not fun. Um, but it builds character, it builds grit, it builds work ethic. And so when you think about people who are successful, uh, typically, and when I look around at the people around me, they had some kind of struggle that made them reach a little further, 
push a little harder, do a little more, and then they amass this wealth or they amass this, you know, whatever it is that they were aiming to do. And so when you have children and you have wealth and you have money, it's very easy to just give, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And if we do that, I've also seen the ramifications of that as well. So Mm -hmm. parents have kind of climbed up and did some, did some better things with their lives and they gave their children everything. So then they went out into the real world and what they failed to realize, the children failed to realize is that, oh, you mean I have to like work hard? And just because I want something doesn't mean I should have it. And like accolades are not just given, they're earned. And that's not what they say, but that's exactly what they Mm -hmm. experience. Right. Um, So all of the designer clothes and new phones and designer shoes that your kids get when they become adults, it's natural that they just expect those things. Yeah. Not necessarily that you have to work hard to earn those things. And so um, we talked about the struggle for our kids. It's interesting. So um, the way he described it and the reason we chose struggle for the title of this episode, he was saying to the crowd, he said, give your children a struggle, don't give them a hardship, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the difference in a hardship and a struggle is a hardship is a longer period of time. It's a circumstance. It's like, hey, I was raised in poverty. I was, you know, whatever. A struggle is a challenge that um, they have to work to to overcome. overcome. Exactly. Um, But for them, it looks insurmountable until they surmount it. But for you, you know, it's engineered. Right. right, right. Um, so it's like if you've ever and this is in off, it's a movie. In off uh, it's not a movie, <laughs> but it's an off example. You think about like Tough Mudder or the uh, Iron Man challenge or whatever, like people get dressed up and go work real hard to run in the mud and climb barbed wire and whatever. And the reason I run a marathon, a marathon is probably a better example for you. The reason people do that is to test themselves, right? To push themselves beyond their limits. So you introduce challenge to see how far you can go. And you're the one who really uh, opened my eyes to that when you introduced me to marathon running, um, because I remember I could never imagine I growing up, I didn't run a mile like I, I one mile. I would not run. And uh, when we first started training for uh, the marathon that I ran with you, it was like, oh, a mile is nothing. I'm like, I don't see it. But there's a process to it. Mm-hmm. And if you follow the training process, you can get the skills to get to a mile and then you get the skills to get to three miles and then you get the skills to get to five miles so if you look at it the same way as raising your children it's a process right so it's not gonna be hey i'm gonna give you 15 miles day one it's i'm gonna introduce small challenges when you're a child i'm gonna introduce um medium challenges when you're teenager and I'm going to juice hard challenges uh, when you're close to adulthood so that when you get big, now you have the skills to take on life. Right. Um, and the interesting thing about um, what he was saying is he didn't whoop his children at all. Uh, he talked to his children and he wanted to understand why. So he said from two to 22 or whatever, he like, why, why did you do this? What, what's your motivation? He's like, cause I wanted to get in their head and I wanted to 
know what they were thinking and control their thinking, like influence their thinking. So we have to teach the one thing that that corporal punishment does is it teaches your children essentially not to think and just to follow Mm -hmm. direction. Right. And so when we put our people into the world, Mm -hmm. our children into the world, what we create, because school teaches us to think one way and very linear. And then at home, linear. Yeah. A middle school in Southwest Houston. L I N E A. Linear. 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 Lin- what is Lin- it? Lin E R. What did I say? Linear. Middle school. First of all, don't correct me on a podcast. <laughs> Bro, I'm just that's saying, step one. That's funny. Because you said something that wasn't correct <laughs> a few minutes ago. Please correct me. I didn't correct you. I want you. you to correct me in the middle of it. Please correct me. Linear. There we go. That's right. That's the exact same thing. If not, do a different word. Linear, linear. That's the same thing to me. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> now y'all made me lose my point. The I point apologize. that I'm trying to make is that corporal punishment teaches people to follow directions. Yep. It teaches you not to question things. It teaches you not to think critically. Right. And so when we're frustrated and you hit your children, what you're teaching them is to follow instruction without any critical thinking. So if somebody says, go jump off floor 22, Mm -hmm. you are supposed to jump off floor 22 or there will be consequences associated with it. And so those are the subliminal messages that we're sending to our children when they do something that's quote unquote wrong and we don't give them the space to figure it out. And I don't mean space like you could do wrong stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying like the thought process. Why why did, why would why did that make sense to you? Why did you do that? So when you come across it again, you know the right thing to do. So instead of being instead of teaching them what we don't want them to do, we want them to learn how to think for themselves. Um and I think that comes with a little bit of orchestrated struggle, which we've talked about on several mm-hmm. occasions in our friend circles. Um, you really have to it's natural for us to just give because we got it, right? Like And because we want you know, we want them to feel what we didn't feel. Yeah. And we some people up. and some people love through gifting, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kevin. Kevin I don't love, love through. That's not true. You give you give stuff all the time. You'd be like, oh, I bought I the love candy. Through acts I bought of the service. Miss. That uh, those are two different things. Gifting and acts of service are two different things. Now, I one of my acts of service may be giving you a gift, but it's not the gift is not the thing. It's the act. Argue with your mama. <laughs> Race your mama. <laughs> okay. Um. So you always. I'll be in the middle of a point, right? And then you come in and be like, well, you know, blue plus green, it's not yellow. It's you more said like some a people love through gifting. There you go. Jump right back in. Well, it's very difficult to do that, Kevin Shelton. I'll, I'm going to start interrupting your points. You're going to be making a point and I'm just say some old random off the wall thing okay. so that you won't. You do that all the time anyway and it doesn't bother me. What? You do that all the time. This podcast is about me and Kevin arguing, okay? Because this Why is when we, we, we get out. This is not an argument. What is it? Baby, we're just having a comp baby. Is this filmed? But baby, yeah, it is. Can we cut? No, I think this is great. People need to see real life. In real life, this is what happens every day for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I don't have any more points to make. Let's hear what you have to say. Why, baby, 
you made a point about me specifically, and all I did was say that wasn't accurate. That's it. I love you. Happy anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. On Friday. We're just tired. The reality of the situation is we're no. arguing because we need a vacation. That That's not true. We're arguing because you keep interrupting me when I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> I'm interrupting and you because I need a vacation. What? <laughs> that does not make sense. What are you talking about? All right, fine. What's the point of this podcast? What are we talking about? Giving kids struggle. I can never struggle. figure it out because I keep trying to make Giving points. kids struggle. I'll be silent the rest of the episode. Now you don't have to be silent because I'm trying to exchange with you. <laughs> but instead, you want to tell me all the ways that I'm wrong. I don't like that. I didn't tell you any ways that you were wrong. All I did was say you were saying linear when it's linear. Then you also said, I don't do, I don't love in that way. And then you had to explain how you love actually. You it's, make a good point. You are correct. God, I did correct Kevin. you on that point as well. I apologize. Relax. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's see. How can we bring this ship back in the right direction? And you're going to be all weird. So, okay. I'm a, anyway, I'm, you have the orchestrate struggle. And we've also seen people who did not have struggle because their parents did have, and then they launched them out into the world. And they had a very difficult time being successful as an adult because they never had adversities to face. So whenever you wanted something or needed something or you needed to be bailed out, your parents came and they, bailed you out of jail or they, uh, you know, got you a new car when you wrecked one or, you know, I don't know, you messed up and somebody always saved you from the consequences. And if we always save our children from the natural consequences of life, and I'm talking about natural consequences, right? The natural consequences of life, then it's very difficult for you to learn how to flex that muscle. Yep. Um, when you think about people, if you read autobiographies of people, who are successful and came from a true struggle, you know, they have a lot more grit because they've been through something, right? So it's just like you were saying with any other exercise program, you you have a certain a certain amount of what's the word that I'm trying to use? I don't know. When you go through if you fail more times than not, failure doesn't hit as hard as when you've never failed before. Does that make sense? So failure is the key to success. Yep. And if we never let our children fail, yep. then will they ever be successful? So I say that to say, like, if you lose a game, like your kid go plays a baseball game. Sportsmanship? No, it's not sportsmanship. I'm trying to think of the word. That's why I look so perplexed. I don't know what the word was. But if you lose a game, like, that's why what I don't like about this new. Resiliency? Resilience. Yes. There we go. It's just resilience. I appreciate you correcting. I appreciate that. Like that don't hurt my feelings. So it's just like I'm so I've always been super frustrated. I remember before you and I had kids and we were at Kayla's award ceremony for her school <laughs> and everybody got a damn oh, award, award for, for something. Oh my drove god. Drove me insane. And even the children who didn't have anything academic, they got a good citizen award. Good citizenship award. Houseway. 
uh, best shoe tire award goes to. And then I talked to a teacher about that. And she was like, oh, they said we have to give everybody something. So we started making Morning stuff up. Smile Award. I mean, it best was ridiculous. Best greeter award. But let's be clear. Everybody doesn't win. So here we are raising these kids where everybody get a trophy. Everybody gets an award and then we launch you out into the real world as adults and everybody ain't getting an award. Everybody's not winning the bid. Yep. Everybody's not going to get the job. Everybody's not going to make it into the sorority ski week. Okay. I'm just saying it's like not real. <laughs> That's so much. So I'm much. just saying that there are times where you will be disappointed in life. And if we keep rescuing our children from disappointment and natural consequences, we are not setting them up for success. So I'll say this and getting back to to um, the conversation that we had are the questions that we observed at the event. One of the interesting things that I noticed about everybody on that panel is they all had some type of trauma everybody every single person every single person um, and the interesting thing about that is if you look at the people that you know not everybody but the majority of the people who are successful or first time successful kind of first generation yeah. success it comes out of trauma hardship something extreme mm -hmm. that gives you that dog in the fight mm -hmm. um so manufacturing that dog in the fight can be very hard even with you know parents to children because you love your kids so much that you want to protect them from the things that you experience that created the trauma that gets you you know where you want and that that creates the what is it the son of the king's parable or whatever when it talks about uh our rich man's son parable uh son of a rich man thank you where the son of a rich man is never he never makes himself independently wealthy because he's the son of a rich man. They actually say it's the same thing with the son of a warrior. The son of a warrior is a soft man because yeah. he didn't have to become hard to be a warrior like his father, right? Yeah. Um, so you almost have to hold back what you naturally want to give in order for your children to have the grit and the resilience um, that you want to create. And that's where that programmatic uh, kind of part of it is. And the reason why programmatic. programmatic, what are we talking about? Like you have to put a program in place to help you raise your children to have the struggle. Oh, is it a program? I think it's just a conscious decision, right? Like, well, I mean, you got to put some wanna, kind of strategy in place. That would be a program. Have to be a strategy. I think, I don't know. No? That, don't I don't know so? that it's a strategy. I think, I think one of the things that we're blessed in is that we're a partnership, we're dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's not too much of anything. It's not too much masculinity. It's not too much femininity. Mm -hmm. It's a balance in our household, right? And so when I want to overdo it, you pull me back. And when you want to overdo it, I can pull you back too and say like, hey, overdoing it. I'm trying to think about when you overdo it. I can name so many times when you overdo it. I know. I know I overdo it. I'm talking about, I'm trying to think about when you overdo I think, it. I think from a discipline standpoint. Um, okay, that's, that's, well, no, you don't overdo it. I don't dis overdo you it. You underdo discipline. I underdo I it. overdo discipline. So it ends up discipline. <laughs> it's like balance. Because you be doing the most. I, you be doing nothing. <laughs> like, oh, please don't stop. I'd be like, too much too much sauce boss but the combination of the two of us it just ends up like stop man just stop 
like all the like most things in our lives, the combination of the two of us brings a healthy balance to what we have going on. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I know the one thing I know for sure. I think each part, everyone that we know, well. I just thought about the fact that your dog didn't, didn't eat lunch today. <laughs> Y'all see what I'm saying? I be dead in the middle of a point and you bring up the most random. You stopped yourself. I didn't say a word to you. You said what? And I didn't say anything. You chuckled while I was making a point. I apologize. I'm this is going to be a pretty awful damn episode. I, I bet everybody will find it hilarious. I don't think That's, it's funny. That tends to happen. I hope y'all don't find and this funny. And the board funny. says. This is not funny. Don't people tend to find that this funny? This is hella frustrating. The board says that's correct. This is super frustrating. And now there's my point. Gone. Just it was something profound. I'm sure it was. Well, I can... close us out. Profound. <sighs> Wrap us up. Was I ready to be wrapped? <laughs> I am. Y'all. Bruh. All right. What I'm, is this episode? I'm this, gonna come back for vacation refreshed. I certainly hope so. We're going on vacation, guys, for our wedding anniversary. It's our wedding anniversary two days from now. It is. March I should say dates. In March we will we were wedded. Wedded? Is that not a word, Kevin? Why is there a risk with saying our wedding anniversary is two days? I don't think it's, it's a risk. This episode comes out in a couple of days. Anyways, our wedding anniversary is March 25th. Kevin and I are going to celebrate with... Now you just gave them the date. You I said... wasn't trying to not give the date. Okay, okay, go ahead. What is happening here today? Like, let me wrap this up. What are you doing? This has been the What's Marriage going? and Real Estate Podcast. I sure hope that there was some value in this episode. I have not hope you had a good laugh. But the and most fun. value is me and Kevin. This is what we do all day. This is definitely At work, at home, on the weekends. This is us. We are the Sheltons. Bye.